Well, first of all, let me introduce you. Thank you. Um, Grant, Grant Tossner, former football player, and now you, you, know, you start at the bottom, you, you've worked your way back up, and now you've got this great business, and you're coaching, and you're helping improve people's lives, building that momentum. Why don't you tell us, give us a little bit more info and some more details on that and how, how your journey began and kind of how you got here. Well, I hope we've only, have we only got an hour because it could be a long one. I could, I could <laughs> do tell you that. Do the, I know. I, I'm the same way. Uh, do the two, <laughs> give me the two-minute version. Okay, two-minute version. So, left school, went and played football. That didn't work out. Got injured. You know the story. Young kid, aspires to be a professional footballer. Um, didn't quite work out. Didn't really know what to do. Fortunately for me, I, my uncle was a trader in the city. And he was basically like, come to the city. Like, you don't not have anything to do. You don't have a job. Just come and see if you like it. Didn't have a clue. I, I didn't know anything about the city. I didn't know anything about stock markets or the financial sector or anything. I'd literally spent five years kicking a football around a pitch. So I was super green. Went into the city, admin role, worked my way up. You know how the city can catch you. It's a bubble, right? You get sort of hooked in and before you know it, 10 years has gone past. And, you know, you're kind of looking back thinking, is this really what I want to do? And not give you a sob story. My granddad passed away. And that was kind of like the moment where I took a step back and yeah. kind of, you know, asked myself if this was the life that I really wanted. And so made the decision to qualify as a personal trainer and literally walked into my boss's office, said, here's my resignation. I'm leaving. Parents told me, don't do it. Friends told me, don't do it. But it was just something that I felt like I had to do. And fast forward 10 years, here I am, coach, lifestyle coach. And I've worked pretty hard. It's been, it's been a pretty hard journey. I'll tell you that now. Uh, yeah. um, but definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's always interesting. And I always like to hear people's origin stories because it's mm -hmm. like, you know, we, and actually this ties into the conversation. And so we can pivot into that, that I was just having in terms of like, we are in a society where, you know, and I say society, I mean, I'm in the U S you know, um, people all over the world though, I feel kind of, you know, feel this in some degree, like where it's like, if you could just make enough money, Mm -hmm. all these problems will be solved mm -hmm. and that becomes the main focus from like day yeah. one for for so many people including yeah. you know their parent you know depending on the parents you get yeah yeah school you go to your peers mm -hmm. what they're focused on the media mm -hmm. you know then it, it all becomes then you start putting yourself in a box and you're like okay, yeah well i'm this and if i'm going to be happy and make money i need to make money and i need to do this and this is who I have people tell me i am and what i'm good at and that's like literally the opposite way you want to go yeah because mm -hmm. what happens is stuff like with you and it took you in a way, you know, obviously it was a tragic event, but it was, it was a very fortunate event in my opinion, when people are kind of woken out of this like mm -hmm. false and this, this miswanting that they go yeah. through whole lives. I think a lot of it is down to how we're taught. I, you know, I don't know really how the, the U S school system works, but I know that in England, we're not really taught about, how to deal with money or how to handle debt or how to build a business or any of the things that when you leave school, all of those things you need to have skills in. And so I feel like a lot of the reason why, you know, a lot of people feel like money will fix their problems 
is because they don't actually understand what's attached to earning a lot of money, if that makes sense. Like I, my, my whole motivation, because I grew up, my family, you know, we didn't have money. And when you're young, you don't realize you don't have money. You just, you know, you're thankful for what you've got. It's only once you get a little bit older, you realize, oh, wait a minute. Like, okay, we were kind of like on the breadline. We like, we, we my, you know, mum was working really hard and I didn't realize what she was doing for me. So the motivation for me working in the city was purely based on money. It was, I've got to earn enough money to help my family. I've got to earn enough money to help my friends. I've got to earn enough money to, you know, pay my parents' bills. So a lot of the motivation for me being in the city was 100% all about earning money. And that's kind of, it kind of destroyed me in a way. So this is, let's, let's focus on this. I, I always love, I never know where I'm going to go with my guests, but we're, we're totally in alignment here. And I want to kind of focus on this piece for a little bit. So, I mean, you, you're, you are preaching to, to a choir that's with you. <laughs> I, I, I scream from the rooftop. I mean, one of my main goals in life is to change the educational just the basic educational system in terms yeah. of what's taught. And so let's yeah. start with that. Like you opened up by talking about how in England, you're like, I don't know how it is in the States, but they don't teach you basic things like no. how to balance your checkbook and mm -hmm. grow and, and grow your wealth. But then they also, you know, emotional intelligence, how to get yep. along with others. Yeah. Um, you know, it, re, re, relationships, relationships, one-on-one in terms yep. of like, and you know, and then these other areas I talk about these behind me, these five cores, which are your, mindset, your career and your finances, your relationships, your physical health, your emotional health and giving back. And the career and finance, the career part is really what's focused on in the schooling system, right? Uh, in terms of like getting you ready to yeah. eventually go on. But even that is broken because again, they just focus on the, you know, let, let's get you into as high a paying job as possible versus, yeah. all right, let's really dive into what makes you, you as a human yeah. being. And what's yeah. actually going to make you happy long-term? And what are your Absolutely. strengths? What are your passions? How do we put that together? Instead, it's just like, it's a bread factory and you're just going through the, going through the line. And this stems back to, you know, it's, this is the last hundred years, the school system in terms yep. of just the action, the, the curriculum that's taught. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was back when, you know, and we started to do have factories and it was like, okay, just get them ready to be factory workers. But yeah, yeah. that's not how life is anymore. And we're still in that in that way of going about things of preparing people. So it's like, yes, math and, you know, algebra mm -hmm. and science and history, all these things are important. But if you're learning, you know, if, if you're in a, a, a geometry three trig 2.0 class using a TI-82 calculator, that's what it was when I was there. Maybe it's <laughs> TI-95 by now. I, don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. You're never going to pick up again. No. Uh, versus like, hey, okay, here's the basic stuff of what makes you happy as an individual. Yep. Let's mm -hmm. get into that and let's instill that. And the educ and and our public school, you know, some private schools in the states are starting to do a better job, especially on the emotional intelligence side and like mm -hmm. like helping kids be like, hey, let's identify your emotions. Let's, you know, what are the emotions yeah. of kids and and because that's a huge part of happiness. But it's just still so ignored. It sounds like it's the same way where you are. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, in terms of like, even if we kind of come back to like my, my whole business ethos, it's everyone at the minute is trying to enter their learning curve, like halfway through. And I feel like that's kind of where, you know, everybody is in life. There's no, there's no real back to basics. And 
you know, I, I've started reading a lot of books. I wasn't really one for reading books, but I, I've, I've learned so much from reading books. And I know people always tell you and philanthropists and business advisors always say, read, learn, read books. But I understand now why the system is the way it is. And I understand why people don't have this basic level of understanding. And it's a lot of it's because, you know, coming back to the schools, it's, it's how we're taught. It's we're not taught to think for ourselves. We're taught to just recite and remember stuff in books and then write it down in an exam. And then you leave school and you've spent X amount of years learning that way. And then you leave school and you go for a job interview and they ask you nothing about what you've spent the last 15 years studying. So, you know, I think the transition for me going into the city was kind of like my... 10 12 years of learning um about how the world really worked because i was green like i was i was i was clueless um but the education for me started there um i you know i worked with a lot older people i was 17 18 and fortunately for me i got someone to sort of take me under their wing and show me the ropes. And I feel like that's where a lot of people just don't have that. They just don't have that guidance of someone who can, you know, grab them and just start from the bottom and show them how it's done. Uh, totally. Right. I mean, having, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, a mentor or, or, or whatever. Parents are like the number one, you know, you're born. It's like they're gods and, you know, with credit cards and they can buy you your favorite toys. And, and stuff. Yep. Uh, and they're putting roof over your head and whatnot. And yeah. Uh, they're not bad. None of nobody's bad, but if, if they grew up with these same types of, of, of yeah. failure habits and thoughts, and, and this is what they're focused on, and then they instill that in you. I mean, it's this failure loop that we're caught in. Um, and just going yeah, back to absolutely. something you were saying earlier, you know, not only when you were saying like, you know, you, you're, it's all about like the grades that you get and, and re- retaining information, and you know, so and then you come out, and then that's kind of has nothing to do with the world. You're saying. But I think an important piece that people forget about is that like, because everybody's brain is completely unique and we're all different, like we, when we're basing people's worth and mm-hmm. intelligence and like, you know, cause it's all about grades, right? And what are grades? Yeah. Your ability to like retain information, but certain people don't, their brains don't work that way, but they may no. be the next Elon Musk or, you know, whatever, yeah. like they, they may change the world, but if they're very quickly pegged as you're a failure, you don't yeah. get good grades. There's something wrong with you. I mean, unless they have somebody like a mentor or some outside force to kind of be like, no, 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 that's, that's all bullshit. Like yeah. you can do whatever the hell you want. Let's, let's figure out what you're awesome at and let's, mm-hmm. let's go with that. They're screwed. And then their whole life, they're just kind of like hovering above rock bottom. I call it. Right? Yeah. It's like kind of, you know, you're not, suicidal maybe sometimes but you're not also you're not elated to be alive you have maybe have some good moments in life but you're kind of this typical i call it a fixed victim like just waiting for something great to happen to you yeah a lot of it is for me you know my my brain is broken there's yeah. nothing to do about it mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i think you know i think you know just it's, it's, it's good that you've touched on that because i feel like a lot of people you know don't realize what it is that they're not necessarily good at but I, I i feel like a lot of people don't know how to learn they don't know their best way to learn because like you said they've spent so long in the system you know i've i've i'm a visual learner so and i've learned that over the years that 
academically, I was always good, but it just bored me reading and writing. It just bored me. But if I saw something, I could pick it up a lot quicker than if I read about it. And that was partly the reason why I did so well in the city, because a lot of it is on the job learning and watching what people do. And I didn't go to uni. I didn't get degrees in finance or anything like that. I, as an individual, learned and then just applied that into my life. I think a lot of people genuinely don't know their best sort of asset in terms of, right. do I, can I read well? Can I write well? Am I good on video? Am I, you know, how do I learn the best? I think people genuinely don't know. And so they're constantly clambering for this, you know, kind of, like you said, hope that something falls in their lap and it changes their life. And the harsh reality of it is, is it just doesn't work like that. You know, you need to know what you're good at and you need to pursue it with everything you've got. Totally, man. I love that. I mean, that, that's, that's well said. And, and the visual learning piece, you know, I guess I knew that, but I like how you kind of put that because to me, it's not just you. Okay. Yeah. As a world with what's going on with technology and these mm. quantum leaps in science and tech that now, you know, you, at any given moment, you've got your phone, you've got, you know, your TV that's got eight different streaming things. You've got your computer, people multi-screening. Attention spans going down. I mean, ADD yeah. is, is a thing that I, I personally believe, you know, the majority of people have at least some bit of it. I think there's different yeah. I, I'm definitely a higher level on that. Yeah, me, yeah, um, me too. And, you know, visual, I'm a visual learner as well. And I, the more I think about it, like you look at things like TikTok and... Mm -hmm. Instagram like we're mm -hmm. on and you know that's why I'm part of what I'm doing I guess I didn't really fully put the piece together but I, I realized that using this media and I'm developing an app as well that's sort of yeah. the idea is you're getting addicted to developing these habits like you're, mm -hmm. you're kind of checking in and you're saying okay these are the habits I have these are the ones I want to change and then every day slowly but surely you're changing them but you're a rocket mm -hmm. ship going through space and you're fighting these asteroids and life meeting aliens and all this stuff and the reason I'm doing it, because I'm, you know, I use the word gamification, which is sort of tricking your lizard brain into wanting mm -hmm. to, to learn and, and to, yeah. to, to take the actions that are good for you and will mm -hmm. make you a happier person. But that's really, visual learning is a huge piece of that. And, you know, yeah, on TikTok and Instagram, you're just going to see stupid cat, uh, cat videos falling off their chairs or whatever. But more and more, there are, there is type of stuff that we're doing, which is great. And it's, mm -hmm. it's allowing people to kind of have fun by, yeah watching and and learning that way versus right i don't think people have the capacity less and less anyways to sit in a classroom and <laughs> like they used to yeah i agree and i think you know the the social media world that we have at the minute is so instant everything is so instantaneous so you know we kind of live in an in instant gratification world at the minute and l looking at it and using it all seems very simple but there is a learning curve and you know sometimes learning is hard and Sometimes you have to fail and sometimes it takes longer than an hour to pick something up. And I think the way the world is programmed now, everybody wants it yesterday. And I think, I think that's a big part of the reason why a lot of, you know, maybe not my generation, our generation, maybe the, the, the upcoming generation, they seem a little bit lost because they kind of have this thought pattern of it looks easy. So it should be easy. And, in reality, things that look easy, 
were once hard for someone to learn how to do. It's just that people don't have the time. They don't want to take the time to learn. And I think that's where that disconnection at the minute is really coming from, is people just genuinely wanting to give themselves time to actually learn how something, the process of something works, whether it's TikTok or whether it's changing your life. Like there is a time period that you have to give to it before right. it becomes easy. And, that, well, that, and that's a great point. And in the, and these short snippets, it's sort of like that's a way to kind of trick your, your, your lizard brain into sort of you're getting this, these little pieces of information and hopefully, you know, you're, you're, if you watch them enough, then it starts mm. to sink in and then you start to put it into practice in your real life. But, I mean, you're right. Nobody wants to sit down and read a book anymore. I mean, I no. started my, like, all this. I've been writing a book for 25 years in terms of like, <laughs> college I, when I had my – you know, similar moment where you had my epiphany and, and it, was yeah. a, it was a rock bottom moment for me. Uh, and I was suicidal. And I, you know, when, when I had this, this moment that kind of changed everything for me, big picture, you know, right. Couldn't agree more in the getting these short pieces of info. Yeah. And, and then, oh yeah, the book thing. So it's like, I, I started, I was like, I'm going to write a book one day. And I kind of just had slowly been over the years, like using myself as a human science experiment, writing down what works. It doesn't, I'm a crazy note taker, which is also part of my but this is this is all part of it like i've done the same thing i've i've you know i trained in a gym for 10 years and most of that was just experimenting like what works you know how many reps work no that doesn't work like i've got workbooks like like stacked yeah, me, like too. Oh, nice. me too we, we should full compare. of full of notes and you know diet tips and no i didn't like that i didn't like this this made me gave me an upset stomach like I've spent so long taking notes about what works and what doesn't that I've got to the age of 35 and I, and I just know what will work for me and right. what won't. Right. And, and I like the way I like to look at it. And that's exactly what I've done as well. And I look at it in terms of there's these universal principles that are out there that have been around since the beginning of time and they'll be around until we destroy ourselves. As yeah. Well. But also we're all unique individuals, right? So yep. you want to take these universal principles as like the underlying base. Like you said, like, all right, universal principle is, you know, you, your body's got, you got to get your body moving a certain yep. amount of time each week. Mm -hmm. Then you go, okay, now what, how do I gamify that? How do I, what works for me? Like, mm -hmm. okay, I love playing golf or I love playing tennis or basketball or soccer. And so for, like, for me, it was basketball, a big part of my life. And I loved going to the gym Two, and I would just be drenched in sweat, dripping. I'd play for two and a half hours. I'd come, and then I'd work out afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, it actually gave me energy, especially when I would win. But at the competition, yeah. I got caught up in it all, and yep. it didn't even feel like working out, right? Mm -hmm. And and then you, I got my wife, who's the opposite. She doesn't really do that competitive sports, but she loves to run on a – she likes to go for a run and clear her mind. Yeah. So everybody's different. So you got to figure out, okay, if I know I need to be moving for a certain amount of time each week, how do I do it to where I go, I really want to do this. This is yes. versus forcing yes. yourself because willpower yes. will always wear off. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I'm very much the same. Like I, I'm, the thing with me is, is I'm 0% or I'm 100%. So if I'm doing it, I'm doing it to the best of my ability. And if I can't do it, then I don't even entertain it. And that's part of the reason why I stopped playing team sports is because like you said, the competition, like the competitive streak would take over so much. It stopped being fun. Like playing football, it stopped being fun. 
um, going out and playing with the with the boys on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday, it stopped being fun because the competitive the competitiveness in me wanted to win so bad right. it overrode yeah everything the fun part of it. And that's so, a great point, right? So right, there's there's that side of it too, where competitive can help spur activity, but if yeah. you take it too far, right, yeah. and you, and you're just focused on the winning and losing part. That's yeah. the key. Yeah, and, right? like and, we tell our kids, just have fun. Well, it's yeah. easier said than done, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Because uh, it's in us to want to win. But again, if we use these things and we learn, and it's becoming aware of ourselves is what I'm always preaching, and I have this way yeah. to help people do that, just to kind of get rid of all this bullshit we're talking about in terms of yeah. Like, these distractions and this, mm-hmm. this the gratification world that we're living in and more and more you can just literally click a button and get yeah. anything you want on yeah. this delivered including yourself in a video yeah. Cross yeah. Down. Yeah. Uh, and you know to me it's it you know it's about using the these little tricks and 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 figuring out ways to kind of personally gamify your own life and say okay how can i you know okay so i know i'm competitive and I know I like playing playing basketball, so all right, shit, I know I need to work out this week. All right, I'm gonna proactively schedule, you know, two or three. And and however that looks in your life. And people it's so simple when you think about it. But yeah. people, and it's it's connecting to your I don't know if you're familiar with Simon Sinek, but connecting to your why. You know, mm-hmm. and to me, like like I was saying briefly with willpower, like willpower is like this you need to look at it as it's like a, a fuel cell that will always wear out. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can, you can fight things for a while, but eventually yeah. your why your, your internal yeah. core goes, no, nah. that's not for us. Yeah. Like I can force myself to run every single day, yep. Yep. but my, eventually I'd go, I don't like this. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so, the biggest, yeah. the biggest question I get from clients is Grant, how do I stay motivated? How do I get motivated? And I'm like, listen, motivation I'll be honest, my motivation left me the day after I started. Like, I've been doing it for 10 years, but it left me the day after I started 10 years ago. It's not the motivation that keeps me going. It's the reason why I'm doing it. And, you know, a lot of clients sit in front of me and, you know, they come to me and they want me to give them this miraculous, magical theory of or or a way of how it's all going to change their life and all i do is ask them why they want to do it why you know if you don't know what your why is then it's going to be very hard to keep it going because the process of life in general is hard you know just just waking up can be you know just just being a human is hard like let alone let alone relationships and work and forget all of that just being a human is hard Right. That's right. So if you don't really have a why, if you don't really understand what your own why is for yourself, and this kind of ties into the whole world that we're in at the minute where there's so many distractions, there's so many different ways to be distracted and put you in a direction of thinking, oh, well, that's my why. Oh, no, wait, that's my why. Oh, no, that's my why. A lot of people haven't really looked inward and I think that for me is, is the bigger thing. Um, the the in, looking inwards and, and figuring out, regardless of what anyone else thinks or what, what anyone else says, what's the reason you're doing it? Right. Uh, totally. And so, and this goes, I was just, I was about to tell you, like the way I help people to get through all this is I do this exercise. It's called back to the future. 
because uh, I was an 80s kid, and it's one of my yeah. favorite movies. And I like it. I like it. It's perfectly. So what you do is you go to flash forward to the end of your life, okay? Mm-hmm. And this this helps cut through all that BS because it's like, okay, what's actually important to me, right? What, what's yeah. what's my why? And we all, you know, we all have slightly different things that, that you know, matter most and that we want basically said at your funeral. Like, okay, yeah. you may die and tomorrow. Like, what would you want people to say? And I actually, for, and I have this exercise where they do it in each of their cores, right? So it's mm-hmm. not just in general, like, oh, he was a great, because it forces people yeah, yeah. in your mindset. Yeah. Like, what, he was a growth owner. He knew yeah. exactly who he was. And even though he had weaknesses and things that he wasn't naturally gifted at, like everybody else, he, recon- he, he honed in on his strengths and what he was super passionate about. And he was able to, like, really laser focus on that and turn that into basically part of his everyday life and he made his career out of it and Mm -hmm. he never you know he looked at failure as uh, a temporary roadblock and something Mm -hmm. to learn from versus Mm -hmm. something that's going to stop him in his tracks Mm -hmm. Um, you know so he failed forward and he kicked ass took names and didn't stop and and pivoted around until he was able to succeed and and accomplish his goals right so that that would be an example of like that's what I want somebody to say about me at my funeral about my mindset. Right. And then you, and then you do that for each one, your career and finances, your relationships, your physical health, your emotional health, giving back back is is a big part of it. Uh, Right. And then you, and then you, then you reverse engineer it. Then you come back to back from the future to the present and you go, okay, what are the habits I need to build? Because to me, it's all about habits. And what are, what are the habits that will allow me to get to that point of what, somebody's going to say about me and you just you got to go small because if you yeah. try to do it all at once you're screwed and you just do one habit at a time and you just kind of start picking away and say okay for me it mean for the for the physical health part i want people to say this about me he was you know he always looked younger than he was and he <laughs> always had a ton of energy up until the day he died okay what does that mean how am i going to get there okay eating habits it's exercising habits what does that look like what are the habits right yeah absolutely yeah it's, it's spot on and it's 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 great that you have that because it really does force people to ask themselves the questions because i think at the end of the day we're all searching for something but it all starts with you and if there's something that's set up that makes you are you know i was fortunate in a way i I had a lot of good people around me and i didn't realize what they were teaching me and so now i've got to a stage in my life where i realize the lessons they were teaching me was was indirectly getting me to ask myself the question of why I wanted to do it so it's great that you've got a process that allows people to do that because I think it's it's something that a lot of people are missing I think a lot of people are missing that that one bit of you know help or one sort of one piece of the puzzle that's missing connecting the dots between connecting the dots right it's like we were talking about earlier you know otherwise what happens you become a uh you know your your main influencer yeah influencers are what decide your habits yeah and you're just you're a victim being pulled in this direction and that and oh yeah. this guy says to do that or mm-hmm. you know the, my, my my parents said this but then i yeah. read this or my and then people are confused and then right i mean to not have focus and to know clearly like and mm-hmm. you, you're gonna change it's not like one day you're gonna wake up and do this exercise and be like okay this is exactly what i want like but it's a it, daily thing it's a daily thing. And the more you do, the more you kind of set goals and be like, okay, this is what I think I'm really good at. And I really love, like, I think this is where I want to be in five years yeah, or, or, or call it three years. And and then you start, and then you maybe along the journey, you go, okay, well, shoot, you know what, this act, this path 
actually fits that a little bit better. And then you pivot, yep. and that's fine, right? It's not mm -hmm. set in stone, but as long as you're a, you're building your awareness every single day of the yeah. that you are and connecting to your why yeah. more and more, then that's how you're going to get to that that finish line. You know, by the way, I hate to break it to you people. There is no pot of gold at the end of the race. <laughs> I wish. Uh, right. Uh, but there are goals and there's, there's finish as humans, we need to know that there's a finish line. Yes. Right. So just know that when you hit, you hit a goal, good on you, then you reset to the next goal. Right. Yeah. Growth is happiness. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of the time we hit goals and other doors open up as a result of putting in the hard work that got us there. We don't, we don't know what's going to be there when we get there, but more often than not, the amount of times I've said to myself, I want to get to this position, I get there. And just by getting there, something else happens as a byproduct of me staying consistent with the process. So I think, I think the reason why a lot of people find it hard is because they think that progress is linear and they think that getting there is a straight line and it's right. anything but anything but and the sooner you realize that like when you do fail uh it doesn't make you a failure but it just no. means uh you know and, and nobody's gonna jump up and joy up and down for joy when they fail like that's not what i'm no. saying but but if your mindset is such like i was saying with the growth owner i call it where you go okay that sucked but let me take a ten thousand step foot back and what did i learn from that so that i can absolutely take it again so that i can now better get to where i want to go Absolutely. Um, and, and that's exactly right. Right. It's, it's, it's this long journey and it's just one step at a time, just heading in that, heading yeah. in that direction and yeah, and not taking no for an answer. So clearly you've been able to do that in your life. So congratulations. Thank you so much for all the things you're doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how people, and I have, I'll have one more question before we, we wrap okay. up, but how people can find you and get information on you and, and work with you. Okay, so my Instagram is coached by GT. Um, I'm actually in the middle of a whole complete restructure of my brand. A lot of my brand was heavily based off of my bodybuilding lifestyle. I'm not a bodybuilder anymore. I will never be a bodybuilder. I will leave that life where I left it. Um, so I'm trying to keep everything together in terms of how my mind has developed across time now. So coached by GT is my Instagram um coached by gt is my facebook and coached by gt is my twitter as well i don't have a youtube set up that's probably going to be coming not too not not too not, not too far away but yeah those are my those are my socials you know what i actually so i tried to look you up before and my assistant gave me the wrong no would you know what it was no it's not that it's this is see this is this is my biggest thing right is i'll have an idea and i'm straight into it so a couple of days ago i i thought about the name that I was going to change my business to wow. and it was coaching with GT got it and I went straight in bought the domain name was already setting the website up and then I sort of sat back and I was like no I don't really like that name <laughs> I, I think coached with G coached by GT is better yeah so then I literally went in changed it all bought another domain name that's my biggest my biggest thing is just being able to take a, take it a step at a time. But yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm all in or I'm all out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I respect that, right? I mean, you got you to gotta love what you stand for and you need to look at it. And I just went through a rebranding myself and, and yeah. website and everything and holy yeah. shnikes. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But you, then you can, once it's done, it's a really, yeah. again, there's one of those finite goals. Yeah. Okay. Got that out of the way. Check that yeah. box. Feels great. 
But oh yeah, one thing I was gonna say, going back to that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yep, right. We we you know we we have this illusion, and that's mm. part of what we were talking about earlier. Where you know mm. in school, it's like just work hard enough. Yeah, and you'll if you make enough money, you know yeah. they don't really they don't actually say this, but that's that's basically what what it is. Then you'll you know that's the American dream or whatever the world dream, and you you'll be happy. Yeah, you know. Uh, but you look at there's a reason that there's that show, the lottery ruined my life, and you then you look at actual. So I just took this course called the Science of Wellbeing. It's also known as the Yale Happiness Course. I highly recommend okay. it. It's on Coursera. It's free. They talk about a lot of these things we were talking about, like myth wantings and stuff. And yeah. one of the things that, you know, they talk about is how we're programmed to to think that if we can only get, you know, this amount of stuff, like this amount of salary. Mm-hmm. Actually, what's cool about the course is that they did actual studies. So it wasn't just like somebody talking. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, Gene Sim, 2018 did this study and there's a study after study after study. And at the end of the day, I mean, it's proven without a shadow of a doubt that we're we we want more by nature and that actually goes back yes. to paleolithic days because yeah the more stuff you had the better chances of yeah eaten by a saber-toothed tiger so but <laughs> but now we're but now we're we're at this stage where society has changed to where being you know greedy or whatever you want to call it or getting more stuff and having more it, it there, there's a certain point where if you're just chasing that it actually it levels off and it, you don't become any incrementally happier. And no. in fact, this, it, there's actually, a, they had a specific dollar amount. I mean, it's just four years ago, I think it was $75,000. And that was for the US where it was sort of like, they literally did this study and they showed, yep, people's happiness as they got to that point, because it, which makes sense. It's like, that's an amount of money where, okay, you can have, you can have a house, you can have a mm-hmm. car, you can mm-hmm. have a family and be able to support yep. it. You're not constantly worried about where's the next dollar yep. coming from. Uh, but then it just showed how it just levels off and people mm. actually don't become happier as it keeps mm. going up and up. And I just thought that was fascinating because people are just, they think that, yeah. that, that that dollar amount is correlated to their happiness. Yeah. And it's crazy because I never forget my first interview that I had with a gym that I, that I eventually joined. Literally, I left the city and then had no money for a year and tried to build a client base and just struggled for that whole year. It was horrible. But I'll never forget the interview that I had with the manager at the time. And he looked at my CV, looked back at me, looked at my CV again, looked back at me and said, I can't give you a job because you're sat in front of me telling me that you want, you want to do this because it makes you happy, not because of the money. And, and that hit, it hit me hard because my intentions were so pure. I was going in because... I wanted to do really well at this. I needed a way in the front door. I knew this was going to be my opportunity. Yet there was a guy sitting opposite me saying to me, he wasn't going to give me the job because he couldn't believe that someone who was earning that amount of money had just quit that job and wanted to earn 90% less. Like that was the first sort of half lesson I learned on the world doesn't, you know, you see the world one way and then there are people that see it a completely different way. Well, right. And what's amazing too, is when you do start seeing like these universal principles, like we were talking about earlier, when you, when you do get one, you're like, all right, I can hang my hat on this one. Like, I know, like what you just said, like, I know it's the right thing to yeah. do to want to go into something because I want to, and cause I'm genuinely excited yeah. versus just doing it for money. And that clicks in you. And when you get that, and then yeah. it's like, to you, it's so obvious, but you yeah. forget that other yeah. people don't get it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why exactly. we're both doing what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And help others see it. 
yeah, and, and and ultimately, I think you know when you do when it does click, I think your whole perception on life changes. Everything changes. Um, how you communicate with people, how you what you buy. Like I remember the days where I would walk into a shop and I wouldn't even sniff at a t-shirt that costs less than 50, 50 pounds or $60. Now I can happily wear a t-shirt from a charity shop. Like, Oh, I'm proud. I'm proud. The yeah. less I spend, baby, I'm proud. Ex I'll go, hey, two exactly. bucks. Look at this exactly. guy. Exactly, exactly, exactly. In fact, I think this is Costco, $10. Yeah, it's, it's actually an amazing, it's an amazing thing, you know, when you get oh. to that point in your life where you realize that your happiness actually means more than how much money you earn. Because money, I can tell anybody watching right now, I came from no money and I thought that money was going to change my life and it done the complete opposite. It's when I left all of that, yeah. then I got happy. And through happiness, you, you chase things that you're passionate about and through that passion, you make money. Like it's, 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 it's crazy. Like the more you chase it, the further away it gets. Well, and it's all relative, isn't it? So that's why grateful, that, that's a part of my morning routine is to be grateful. Um, I'm guessing you probably have some sort of a grateful piece in your life. Most, most I do. people do, right? Because what, what that does is it, it reminds you like that big picture of like, wow, how, am I, how fortunate am I to yeah. have what I have versus the keeping up with the Joneses, looking on yeah. Instagram and seeing, you know, all these people that are putting, may not even have this stuff anyways, most of them yeah. are putting it out there. And then that's when people start feeling bad about themselves. Like, why yeah. can't I do that? And then you get, you get caught in that trap. And one of these studies, just uh, to wrap up this part of the conversation, I mean, I could talk about this all day, but no, I'm, that, I Yale, could, yeah, that Yale course was really interesting where it, it showed that people were interviewed and they said, what are you, you're making this amount of money right now. What money what amount of money do you think would make you happy? And if I remember correctly, people that were making 50,000 said that they wanted to make 75,000 somewhere around there. And people were yeah. making 75,000 were like 125. And then people that were making like a hundred said mm -hmm. 250. So the yeah. more they were making, it actually incrementally went up, yeah. but then yeah. they actually followed up with these people later and some people had actually reached their goals and they said, okay, well, do you feel like you're now you said your happiness level would be here. If you, would you score yourself there? And they said, well, no. And they no. Said, okay, well, where would you need to be? And they said, well, yeah. if I had this amount and yeah. I, like, I knew all this, but when I saw that study, I was just like, boom. Yeah. Gotcha. And, I, and, and, and I, and I was in that category because I remember being a junior on, on like 15 grand a year. And all I wanted to do was get to 20. All I wanted to do was get to 30. All I wanted to do was get to 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. And it never stopped. And then I got to a trading desk where the motivation every single day was we have to make more money and we'd make more money. And then we'd come in the next day and it was, we have to make more money. We have to make more money. And then the weeks would go by and you would realize that the more you earn, the more you want. The more you want, the more you spend. And the more you spend, the more you've got to worry about earning more money. Like it's a complete cycle of just uh, craziness. Caught, caught, they call it the rat race for a reason. Right. right? And you know, you're it, caught in that and you're yeah. ignoring, ignoring these other things, mm. your physical health, your relationships, your mm. emotional health. Your mindset. And it's crazy because, you know, I look back now and when I was in it, 
I didn't realise that I was affecting family relationships or, you know, um, girlfriends' relationships or friends' relationships or colleagues' relationships. I didn't realise any of that because I was so focused on, right, I've got um, X amount of money because I'm going to get X amount of bonus and X amount of time. And yeah, it's, it, really, it really truly is a rat race. Like, it's, it's crazy. Oh, God. Love it. Um, okay, so I always like to end with this question to my guests. So, you know, we talked about habits. We talked about gamification. How to gamify them. Again, my, my definition of gamifying your habits is sort of tricking your brain into wanting to take the action, connecting yes. by understanding, like, what, why, why? why you're doing this. Yeah. Is there a habit that you can think of that you've developed over time that is because maybe it started as a failure habit and it has become a success habit that's helping you build momentum every day? Consistency. The one thing that I've built over time is consistency and having a understanding of the long term versus the short term. I think everybody's time period is skewed. Every, how everybody sees time is skewed. So short term goals, I always say to my clients, set me a short term goal, set me a medium term goal, set me a long term goal. And their short term goals are more often than not in weeks. And their long-term goals are in months. And I understand, and through consistency, I've learned that short-term goals are more like months and long-term goals are more like years. Right, so right. I think it's, it's understanding how time and progress works. That's the one thing I've learned. Um, and to enable that to happen, you have to be consistent. You, you have to show up every day whether you want to, whether you don't, whether it's raining, whether it's not, whether it's summer, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, you have to show up every day and you have to, to the best of your ability, granted some days we feel worse, right. you know, and some days we feel great, but you have to show up and not quitting on yourself is the one thing that I've learned helps build consistency so much. It, 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 consist yeah. Consistency is, is the most for me, the most important part of all of it, because if you can't be consistent, you never get any further. Totally. And, and do you have a way that you are able to, like, do you have like a mantra or something, like a way to gamify that in terms of like making sure you remember that every day? Or do you feel like it's just become part of you? And you don't so my, my slogan's always been make changes, not excuses. Hmm. And, you know, I think if you can do that, it, it pretty much sums up yeah. the, the path to consistency because the easiest thing to do is make an excuse. I love that. And, yeah. you know, I think the more you focus on changing and, and the less you focus on making excuses, the easier it is to become more consistent. And those changes don't have to be massive. You know, it, it could be from drinking more water to going for a walk. It doesn't have to be a massive change as long as you're conscious that you're making it and not making the excuse not to do it. I think, I think that's, yeah, make changes, not excuses. I love that. I'm going to write that down. Because it does. Like, and, you know, the way I would gamify something like that is that either be part of my morning mantra, which I've memorized, or I'd have a reminder. I have a few things that I have reminders in my phone until mm. I feel like I've really got it. Like when I come up with one where I'm like, I want this to be part of my everyday thinking process. Yeah. 
I'll mm-hmm. like put a reminder in my phone and then it'll go off and I have like two or three in the morning. You don't want to do too many because then you're no. overwhelmed. But I have two or three that I do throughout the day and when they flash, I'm always like, yes. And then it just starts to sink in. Yeah. Full way to gamify, you know, what you're just saying in terms of like, all right. Absolutely. This is what I, this is what I live on. And then that, it does. It just yes. Yeah. Day by day, party. hour by hour, week by week, month by month. It helps. It's, you know, it's just, it's just how we learn as humans, we have to, we're, we're, you know, the more you look at something, the more you understand it. And I think the more you look at positive things and the more you look at things that are going to help you, the more help you'll get and the further you'll go in your process. That's it, man. Well, Grant, this has been awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, it's it, been a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being here and thanks everybody for, t- for tuning in and we'll be re cutting up snippets of this and the best of these we reposting and then we'll also Brilliant. have our podcast so um, yeah I need, I need to i need i need i need to get myself podcasting more man i need to do more of this stuff get it get it going yeah let me know if you need any help i'm happy to help you with i might make you my first guest my friend i'd love it <laughs> all right brother all right well thank you so man let's keep in touch thank you so much we'll do all right take yeah. care well all the best That's it for the five core life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button on this video and pound that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes drop. Also, please fill out the free five core life evaluator quiz. It's a great way to get a baseline of where you are and the five cores and which of the five cores you need support. In addition, you'll get some actionable advice that you can apply and start improving your life in the areas that you need it most. That's it for today's episode of the five core life podcast. Have a wonderful day. Get moving. Gain momentum. Join the movement. Join Emmett by going to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five course. 